Thank you for that great children's message. Speaking of ice and hearts and baby Jesus, I sense an ice, ice baby reference there. <laughs> Chuck, for some reason I knew you would love that one. I don't know where you are, but I hear you laughing. Let's go ahead and pray as we go into the word of God and just a quick message here. Please bow your heads. Lord, we thank you for this great night. We thank you for the reason we're here and the reason for the season, the reason for Christmas, which is your son, Jesus, coming to the world. You sent your one and only son, Jesus, so that the world might have life, life through him. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus. We thank you for your love. And as we go into your word tonight, and as we talk about the best gift ever, Jesus, may you bless this time. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I want to start with just saying this. Who here has a birthday in the month of December? Please raise your hand. Quite a few birthdays. In fact, happy birthday to Brian Lundgren. That's today, right? Woo! We come together tonight to celebrate the birth of... Not Brian, but you can do that too. We come here tonight to celebrate and to remember the greatest gift ever given to mankind. Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. And through Christ Jesus, the life and light that we receive. You know, I love gifts. And as we talk about the greatest gift ever in tonight's message, I know for many of you, there's some other gifts on your mind. You're thinking of the gifts under that Christmas tree. Maybe you're thinking of gifts that you're going to receive tonight at a birthday party. Or maybe you're going to think about some gifts that you're going to get tonight from grandparents. Or maybe you have traditions where you get gifts the night before on Christmas Eve. I know my family used to. I don't think we're doing it this year, but we used to always get some matching pajamas on Christmas Eve for our kids and us. And traditions are fun. But tonight, we're not speaking of worldly gifts. We're speaking of a different type of gifts. We'll get to that in a moment. Speaking of gifts, it's often said that what matters most is the thought. <clears throat> It's the thought that counts, people say. I thought about this this week as I, as I told Chuck that I thought about getting him a coffee from Expedition's Coffee House. And I did follow through with that, but Chuck, let me ask you, that would not have been as good of a gift if I did not give it for you, would it? No. You see, it's the thought that counts though, right? I don't know about you, but I really enjoy actually receiving gifts and not just talking about them, not just thinking about them, not just the thought. In fact, just this week, my dad messaged my brother Steve and I and told us some great news about a gift given, a blessing to him and us and my brother Mike's tumor marker numbers going down, way down. And this was great news, great Christmas news indeed. I believe it's been going up and up and up all year long. And this is the first time we received news that it's been going down. And not just from like 39 to 37 or 35, but all the way down to 4. So praise the Lord for that. This was great news. But you see, my dad, as he gave us this news, great Christmas news, he said this was so great of news that he does not want us to worry about Christmas gifts for him. Now, I told him, praise the Lord indeed for the amazing news and thank you for updating us. But I thought about replying to him, just to be funny, that you can still bring my gifts with you next week. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm grateful to hear laughter because I told Chuck and Jessica as I wrote this out, I told them that I was afraid that I would seem insensitive for saying that and having it wrote in my notes. But I am obviously joking. 
In fact, I actually did follow up with a message my mom later on in reference to that exact same story. I told her what matters most is not the gifts, but obviously Mike's news and you coming to visit next week. Their physical presence, having family with you at Christmas, presence with a C and an E, not a T and an S. Moving on to a more serious note, as much as I love receiving gifts, and I'd say almost all of us like receiving gifts, I also like to give gifts. In fact, I think I would say that I enjoy giving gifts much more than receiving gifts. And I think that's something that maybe many of you would agree. The older we get, the more we enjoy giving gifts. I know many of you have blessed my family greatly with gifts, and we enjoy that. But I enjoy giving them. In fact, I go overboard when it comes to giving gifts. I can't just give one gift or a cheap gift or a gift without way too much thought behind it into, into thinking about what to give. In fact, I thought about giving gifts to all of you tonight. Now, remember what I said at the beginning of this message. It's often said it's the thought that counts. So this isn't... The Jimmy Fallon show or any of those late night shows or morning shows where I say, now look under your seats. You all have a free gift, a, a free cruise to the Bahamas. <laughs> Brian, sorry, no happy birthday for you with the cruise. But let me tell you, I wanted to do one of those cellophane wrap, plastic, ball, plastic wrap balls where you, you start wrapping one gift and then a layer of plastic, then another gift and a layer of plastic. And you just keep wrapping gifts. I wanted to do that. I wanted to start up here in the front row where Debbie's at. I wanted to pass that ball to her. Hopefully she'd catch it and not get hit in the head. That'd give her a different gift, a goose egg. But I wanted to do that and just have it go around the crowd, unraveling it, everybody giving a gift. But here's the problem with my idea of gift giving. You see, sooner or later, the gifts would run out. And somebody would be left out. Somebody would be sad, upset, angry, and if it went to the wrong child or maybe adult, maybe Chuck, he likes getting gifts, he might cry. See, here's the point. Worldly gifts will always come to an end, but the gift of Christ is never ending. The gift of Christ that God gave us out of love, yet while we we're still sinners, this gift never stops giving. Christ is the best gift ever. He is the love of God given to us. Love came down. Love has come and love has won. He has lived, died, and risen again victoriously to bless us with the best gift ever. And that is redemption, forgiveness of sin, peace with God, and everlasting life with him. He is the life of the world for the world and the light of the world for the world. Christ truly is the best gift ever. And C.S. Lewis once said, look for Christ and you'll find him and with him everything else. Let me say that once more. I love that quote. Look for Christ and you'll find him and with him everything else. Back to this idea of gifts. Here's the thing. Gifts do matter and not just the thought of it. You see, it would not have ever been enough for us to just have the thought of God giving us the gift of Christ. We needed him to follow through and truly give us Jesus. And that's exactly what he did. 
In John 3.16, we're reminded that God sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in him might not die but have life. Life forever with him. Matthew 1.21 speaks of this child, this Jesus, and tells us of the Christmas story of Mary saying, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now, there's many thoughts which come to mind when you read the Christmas story, and we'll be reading the entire chapter and more tomorrow morning. But here's a few thoughts I, meant, I wrote down. One may imagine what it would be like to be in Mary or Joseph's sandals, in the rules as parents to the King of Kings, the Messiah, the Christ. We may imagine the great gift that was given to them, announced to them by angels. To have wise men come a great distance afar and give them great gifts. We might imagine and think through what it would be like to raise this baby Jesus and this child. But what matters most, again, is not just the thoughts of him, but the actions of what he came to do. We come here tonight, and as we remember that he is the greatest gift ever that ever was given to mankind, remember that through him comes peace with God in heaven. We remember that we have everlasting blessings through him, peace and life with God forever. That's the hope we have through Jesus. That's the promise we have through Jesus. I ask you today to consider these things, the true purpose of Christmas, Jesus. This gift of Christ, which continues to light our way for life for all eternity. Consider these things, because that's what Christmas is true about, truly about. Jesus is the life and the light of the world. In a few moments, in a few minutes, we're going to light the candles, which you all hold. And these candles, light, it's a great gift. But unfortunately, the candles you have would eventually dwindle down and extinguish. The wicks would burn out and it would go away. They're temporary lights, but the light of Christ is forever. Forever lighting our way to salvation and lighting our way for righteous living. But the candles still have a great purpose tonight. It's a temporary purpose. You're going to blow them out at the end of the night. You're going to throw them in a box on your way out. But that temporary purpose is to remind you why we're here. Allow this temporary light to remind you of the everlasting light of which Christ gives to us all. He lights our way to salvation and his light will never fade and never end. Jesus says in John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And Isaiah 9, 6 once again describes this Jesus. It describes Christ as a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. Do you know the peace which Jesus brings to you? I hope you do. You're here tonight. I hope you know that Jesus is the only way to truly find salvation and purpose and hope and life, forgiveness, and purpose in life, fulfillment. Apart from Jesus, we live in darkness. With Christ, we have light. We have a limited capacity to understand who we are or what we see in the world or what we truly need and how to achieve such a righteous life. But Jesus brings us a great gift in that he gives us the ability to understand. We have through his fulfillment of the word and the gift of the spirit given through us, 
we have the gift of understanding the word of God. Understanding the purpose we have in life. Understanding how to worship him and to remember the true meaning of Christmas. Having him in our life, we have a word which, lamps, which is a lamp to our feet and a light for the path we walk in throughout this life. But speaking of lamps, it's not just God's word which is a lamp to us and a light to our life. We are also lights. We are as lamps. And God wor God's word says of lamps that they are to be put on a lampstand, not hidden. They are to be used to light a whole room and beyond, like cities lighting the wilderness. We, are so we ourselves are to be lamps, lit, placed on stands, placed on hillsides, lit for all to see. And not lamps which are to be turned on and off throughout the day or at nighttime, but lamps to be lit forever. We are to be like oil lamps which are continually filled with oil in such a fashion that the lights never go out. They're never removed from illuminating the darkness. Christ was given to give us life and light, to light our way to salvation and to light our way to righteously living in his way. As we do this, though, we must shine this light for others to see too. Shine the light of Christ. Shine the light of Jesus, this Prince of Peace, this wonderful Counselor, this mighty God, this everlasting Father, this great gift which keeps on giving. Never fade, never quit. Keep filling your lamps with oil. Keep fueling the fire with the study of his word, meditating on God's word, prayer, and worshiping him forever and ever. Amen. Christ is the best gift ever. I encourage you to remember this as you open your gifts later. As you open your gifts tomorrow morning, remember Jesus. I hope you join us in the morning for worship. For that's truly the reason for Christmas. So let's celebrate Christ. Let's worship him before the gifts or after gifts, or in the middle of the gifts. Let's take a break to worship him together. But as you consider these things, don't allow Christ to be your best-kept secret. Don't allow Christ to continue to be a wrapped gift under the Christmas tree because it looks just so pretty you don't want to touch it. Unwrap the gift that he has for you and share the gift with others. Let him be your best proclamation instead of your best secret, one which will never cease to give to all. Let's pray and then we'll light our candles together and sing some more songs. Lord, we thank you for the best gift ever, ever. We thank you for Jesus. We thank for the light in life which he brings to the world through confessing Jesus as Lord, repenting of sins and turning away from our unrighteous living and living according to your ways. Lord, we thank you that yet while we are still sinners, you sent Jesus as a baby born of a woman to live a perfect life and to die in our place. We thank for this holiday which we have to celebrate his birth. And we pray for you to receive all the glory and all the worship this weekend, which you're due. And it's in your holy and powerful name we pray. All God's people said, amen. Thank you. As you get your candles, please stand as they're lit and we'll continue to sing a few songs together.
the older I get, I want to at least think the wiser I get. So before I ask you to raise your lights high for all to see and to light the room, I ask you to consider, can you do it without spilling wax over your head or your neighbors? But first, I want to say this. Some of you might be feeling less than festive this season. Maybe you're struggling with Christmas. Maybe you're struggling like it just doesn't feel like Christmas is tomorrow. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe you never got around to Christmas caroling. Maybe it's you never got around to your normal traditions. I remind you to look at the light in your hand, which reminds us of the light of Christ. We have life through him. We have light through him. That is why we celebrate Christmas. And with that, I ask you, hold your lights high and look around the room and see the power of the light of Christ as we reflect it around. That is our purpose. Don't just hold on to the life and light of Christ, but proclaim it to the nations. Let's pray. You can lower your lights. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for this holiday that we celebrate called Christmas. And Lord, we pray. Lord, we thank you for all the worldly gifts, all the blessings you give us. We thank you for the family, the friends, the traditions. But may we remember the, the greatest gift ever given to mankind. You gave us Jesus. You gave us your son, that whosoever believes in him might not die, but have life forever with you. Peace with our heavenly father, our creator. Lord, may we live in light of this and with this life and light flowing through us, illuminating our darkness, our light, and for not just us to see the way to walk, but for others too. It's in your holy and powerful name we pray. All God's people said, amen. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 930. God bless you and your family. Merry Christmas.